dropped out of school, joined a gang, took money from a loan shark, and fell into a spiral of despair, addiction, and discount prostitution. But you're listening to Slurmcast, a podcast for no reason. Today we'll be discussing Season 9, Episode 9, Free Will Hunting. My name is Michelle Burlingame. With me are Tommy Roulette. How's it going? Pete Woodward. Ugh. And our guest today is Jimothy, returning co-host of Trendkill Radio. Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome hey, back to Jimothy. the show. Good to be back. I, uh, we were discussing as we were all uh, kind of coagulating tonight mm-hmm. about how shitty everyone's week has been. Yeah. yeah. And so everyone's got <laughs> drinks either going in or already there. <laughs> oh, but they're in. They're if, in me. If there's a, a silver lining to this week, uh, my daughter is old enough now that I can leave her here while I go to the liquor store and pick up <laughs> oh, supplies. Nice. Yep. And she's just like, yeah, I'll stay home. Don't worry about it. Rather than taking her into the liquor store. Not that I had any problem doing that before, but... Well, my son's almost three. Can I send him for me? Uh, <laughs> With a note pinned yeah. to his jacket? I mean, depending on the liquor store, they'd probably send it with him. Now, Child Protective Services might have some different ideas. But How old is Libby's daughter? <laughs> Libby's daughter is seven, going on eight. Okay. Closer. So together. Closer. Together, yeah. they're, together 10. they're ten. <laughs> Just stack the, stack the little one on top of the other one's shoulders and put a trench coat on, and now it's legal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, all of that being said, this was kind of a throwaway episode, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> just right out of, off the bat, this was kind of a... And I know I've said this before that I watch all of these before the show and I do, you know, autoplay kind of kicks in when I've got Hulu on and it always goes to the next episode. I have watched this episode like four times in the last two weeks. <laughs> and let me tell you, I'd zoned out every time. It's not a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like, I used to watch the show a lot and just, you know, life happens. So I haven't really watched mm-hmm. the episode as much, even though I have like the incomplete like series on DVD. And it feels like there's like two kinds of episodes. There's the uh, there's the actually really story driven episodes, and then there's like a simple story mechanic that's laced with visual mm-hmm. cues and puns. <laughs> yeah, and this just is really. I mean, even the story itself didn't seem terribly cohesive. Like there was this a pot that picked up sort of two thirds of the way through, or maybe a little bit, or maybe a third of the way through, with Bender wanting to exercise free will, but just the rest of it was just like. Super unconnected. Um, I I did enjoy right off the bat though, where he they hey Bender and Fry wake up in the morning, and Bender's wearing underwear, <laughs> which he then takes <laughs> off. Um, which is I, I've had a lot of uh, conversations lately. It just it made me think of this, where like, you know, there's the practice of Donald ducking, mm-hmm. where you have a shirt on and no nothing pants. on on your nethers, right? right. Like. <laughs> I, I just I like how uh, how bold slash uh, assaultive would it be to do a Halloween costume as Donald Duck or Porky Pig or something like that, where you basically just put on like a blue jacket and you, and you just walk around <laughs> and a with bow your tie. dick out, <laughs> just completely naked. Otherwise, <laughs> like not even like a, a pig nose or something on. You're just like, what are you, <laughs> Porky Pig? <laughs> uh. I mean. I'm not saying anyone would want to see that, especially if it was me doing it. But I think that the, the commitment <laughs> like to the bit would be good. Better if it was 
you dressed up as Donald Duck because it would be like a sailor outfit and a hat and just no pants <laughs> yeah. on. You're like, like, who are you? Donald fucking Duck. Who do you think I am? Yeah. <laughs> the, the character with the most accessories sans pants would be, would be the cells. Like something that has everything but pants. But I, I mean, that I guess the sailor suit part, I, mean, I almost feel like that's the Castro district during Fleet Week. Like that's, I the, think that probably happens. You know, what, but like, you know the, what's sad is I think they did that a joke on Family Guy. Did they? Yeah. Damn it. All right, moving on then. I'll I'll strike that from my memory. But Simpsons didn't do it. Um <laughs> Simpsons <laughs> did it. What what uh it, like he got so Bender puts on nerd glasses for some reason. Yeah. He's just just to do it. Yeah. He yeah. Well, just, he usually does not wear them. Right. <laughs> right. But today he chose to and then uh he's uh, he's like real big about decisions all, all of a sudden, sudden like right. he woke up and he's just everything everything he decides is just like make... the last episode where he's like i've always wanted to be a, a sausage champion for the last 30 <laughs> seconds <laughs> um so he gets invited to a sorority party by this hot sorority bot or whatever mm-hmm. by claiming to be in college mm-hmm. and like we get introduced to yet another college because there was the one that they went to way early on where he joined the frat but um was so was columbia college was that was there actually i mean i thought i had a sip and i'm already losing my train of thought <laughs> like there were like the early uh earlier early 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 like vacuum tube driven room size computers like eniac and uni was it univac or uniac like was there a columbia tour or were they just taking like columbia university and then tacking the act on to make it like robot. I think it's like column like like the the unit of charge column column mm. uni- university. Gotcha. That's 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 what I thought the inference was. I'm too dumb to know that reference. <laughs> it's, it's like I'll, I, I if I had any motivation to I'd look it up. Maybe I'll do it after the show and then it I'm won't matter. I'm currently trying to, but I, I'm not finding. I. It's all right. <laughs> I'm I finding mean, no references. So guys, I guess really it just leads into this whole thing where it's like. It's, it's it's this first third of the show is just complete non sequitur stuff. It's it's almost like a very 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 poorly done version of twenty two short films about Springfield, <laughs> which is I still think probably my favorite Simpsons episode ever. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but but he he has a thing about the free will. Then he gets invited to the sorority party. Then he goes to the college. Then he gets kicked out of the college. Then he joins a gang, and it's just and or then the mafia loans him money. Yeah. Then he joins a gang. And it's just like. That's in five minutes. All of this shit happens, and none of it has anything to do with the rest of the goddamn episode. You know, what, David <laughs> X. Cohen is the one that is the gets credit as the writer on this. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Which is like you either think that like no, like he had this and liked it, and then no one was like, okay, no, we don't think we should <laughs> do an episode like this because the, there's like a major story arc in this that just ends up like if you really think about it you think about everything else that bender has done in the past episodes whether or not like what exactly it's yeah it's a pretty hefty retcon it's yeah right it also the whole episode makes you think a lot yeah there's little nuggets of deep thoughts like laced in through just like random visual cues and puns and things like that. Yeah, and it and it totally plays into like this the series history with like pulling mom in and then her relationship with mm-hmm. the professor and all that. Like it really goes deep, but some of it's still like it's like unnecessary world building nine seasons in. And and then the whole thing with like 
I, I, I would think that like the issue of Bender having or not having free will would have come up earlier, like when his whole personality got yanked out and all of that shit came up. Yeah, you know? and it's something, and also something that big of a reveal if you know the, this far in, right. like. Like they were real ass bored. Like this might have this might have been at the bottom of David X Cohen's dr- dr- like office drawers. I'm like, oh, here's a story yeah. that we it's meant like, to do. There's like a box of discarded like storyboarding, and they just kind of pull it out, and it's like, oh, what are we gonna do this week? <laughs> yeah, wait. So, I mean, I I do always enjoy the robot mafia showing up. I wish it was a little more clamps and a little less Joey Mousepad. I like Joey Mousepad. Mousepad's <laughs> fine, but clamps. Hey, over there. Yeah. Oh, I mean, over here. I forgot where I was. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's like one of the few times that I actually like out loud, like chuckled. Anyone notice the the tattoo artist? I don't know what it was supposed to say, like right side up, but it's upside down. It's Epson. Epson. I don't know what it was supposed to say. Like it was supposed to say Epson. Like the the printer printer. So like he did it on himself, so it was upside down. Oh, Mm -hmm. maybe that's it. Oh, I didn't understand why it was upside down either. But maybe that's yeah, because he's a tattoo artist. He tattooed on it. Now it makes that makes sense. You can do mom. Just like it looks like wow. wow. I mean, as a robot, you think you could like, figure that out. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess, like, and then, so Bender starts going to class, all because he's going to go to this party, or he wants to go to this party. So he enrolls in school, borrows money from the robot mafia to pay the tuition. $10,000 at 10,000%. Which doesn't, honestly, the $10,000 doesn't seem like very much. Bender robs people all the time. But at 10,000% interest. Well, yeah, it's just because it's the path of least resistance right then. Yeah. But for That's him easy to, like, to remember. I'll take it. Um... But going into that big lecture hall, he immediately gravitates up towards the back of the room with the oddly cholo robot gang. The cool kids. Which just, I mean, and even that, it was just like, why? I mean, was it was it supposed to be like stand and deliver or something? Uh, it, yeah, kind of. And also, their gang was called the Ink Jets. Yes. Yeah. Like, like, like the Jets, like West Side Story. Right. Um, yeah, that's uh, Fabricio, who uh, says... Uh, you think you're cool enough to sit way in the back with us college toughs? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, okay. Completely co- did, college tough. Did they name the other guys? Um, I believe so. There's Paco, okay. Fabricio. I think that I don't think the rest were named. Um, but. Bender gets suspended or kicked out of college by Dean Suspendington like immediately after <laughs> sitting down with the game, right. with the ink jets. At the I know you've only class. been here 30 seconds, but you've really fallen in with a bad crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a whole thing. Um, I th- then, then another just completely zigzag thing with the, uh, with the spark. I thought that was going to lead into another like jacked in or jacking in sort yeah. of thing. Right. And, uh, it ain't drugs, but it's a lot like drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, I could take it or leave it. Yeah, I'm gonna take it. <laughs> it reminded me a lot of crack smoking. Like that's what crack smoking looks like, or meth, right? Yeah, yeah. But but still, it was just sort of like, oh, oh, like you again. I figure like Bender would know this stuff because he it was on like an e crack pipe. Yeah, like an electronic. It was, crack it was like pipe. A, it was like a crack vape. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Spark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be selling them at, at Getgo any day now. S P A R Q. Fam- family Video will have them. <laughs> yeah, I. There are now. There's now two CBD stores within a block of each other at the top of my street, mm-hmm. which is just. 
That's absurd. I think they're just they're just setting up shop for when everything goes recreational, and then they're like, "Oh, and we can provide you." Oh with this. yeah. I, like, I bet you can make one of those like a like a fake one out of like an e-cigarette, where the when you inhale, the electricity would just like power up one of those like plasma globes. Sure. It's just a it's just voltage, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aren't you doing electrical engineering or something? For, yeah, that's your class project, Tom. That's there you know. I just thought of it right now. What's like you this? could just it's, make a fake one. It's a fake crack paper. <laughs> <laughs> you it's get spark. an F. <laughs> spark. Um, so then again, non sequitur, Bender's going to get tattooed to be in the gang. And and what did what did he want? Like a purple dinosaur. A purple dinosaur. <laughs> there's there's no like actual markings. But then there's a gang hit all of a sudden out of nowhere. Fabrizio and the uh, the tattoo, tattoo artist get killed. And then he goes back to get some more drugs. Like, it's just like, okay. We're not drugs. Like drugs. It's, yeah. It's like drugs. Um, what is it? So he, what does he do? He gets money to he, give. He wants, well, he wants some spark. Right. And uh, he doesn't have five bucks because he spent all of his money on gambling <laughs> lessons. Mm. Uh, Hedonism Bot comes by and says, might I procure your services? Yes. <laughs> so Bender says, what do I have to do? And Hedonism Bot says, nothing sorted, I assure you. Simply vomit on me ever so gently while I humiliate a pheasant. <laughs> and then he starts even and he's like, save it for the boudoir. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. And and then he comes back like immediately. He's just like, yeah, he's, here's my five. <laughs> but then then Joey Mousepad shows up and yanks it out of uh, Paco's hand. I guess no, out of, out well, of yeah, Bender's. Bender. Yeah, yeah, he grabs oh, it from he's Bender. trying to give it. Okay, but it's like immediately Bender's strung out. Then, like, I get that it's supposed to be like a crack type thing or something, but it's like he's only done it twice, and now he's already like <laughs> prostituting himself to hedonism. But again. This is still the first like five minutes of the episode. Like, there's just been so. Yeah, this like, is still Act mm-hmm. One. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just so like a lot has happened. And jump around, um, but that's where he gets sent into a spiral of destitution and addiction yes. and discount prostitution. Yes. Which I I love that line. That mm-hmm. was that was so good. Um, so uh, in robbing the Girl Scouts is what gets him caught mm-hmm. finally. Um, I was I was just at a thing. I was talking to this is actually a conversation with people I work with where they were just boggled in their minds about Girl Scouts who set up shop outside dispensaries. And they're just it's like smart. It's yeah, it's, it's brilliant. brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's not gonna work at those C B D shops, I can tell you that. Yeah. But like <laughs> it's it's just it's such a you know, that's that's creative monetization of your your product, it's good. Um, but when when Bender gets pulled into court, they list off the charges, and the only one that I caught, and I think I think there were a couple other good ones, but it was assault with a smelly weapon. Mm-hmm. What was the smelly I weapon? I don't know. I, I wondered the same thing. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't show it. It's like, just a joke. No, I don't think so. Um, maybe the biggest surprise in the episode then is that hyper chicken lawyer actually got him off and successfully argued the case. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we totally skipped over uh, a really good Zoidberg line. I, I missed it. I know he said <laughs> oh. something. So <laughs> I just have to bring it up because it's too good to not uh, bring up. 
So when Bender is talking about his bad decisions, he says, life is about decisions. Make the wrong one and you'll wind up face down in a pool of your own blood and urine. And Zoidberg goes, still, to have your own pool. (laughs) And that, I think, was a really good line. Yeah. That was like one of the only... Like Zoidberg lines in the whole episode, yeah, if, right? If not the only yeah. one, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was. It was. I mean, this was super Bender centric, except for maybe the professor, um, mm-hmm. and some of the auxiliary characters. But like, even even in court, like when Leela's passed out and they're going to read the verdict, she's like, "Oh, yeah, I'm up. yeah." <laughs> like, but um, ultimately, because of uh, Hyper Chicken Lawyer's argument, he gets uh, he's not guilty, but then he keeps trying to get convicted. Mm-hmm. And and gets really really upset about not having free will, just like episodes before he got really really upset about not having emotions. Like, I don't know. It's just this yeah, is the part where it starts feeling tired. Hyper chicken lawyer, at no other time in the past or in the future, brings this free will issue up as defense for Bender. Right. Never once. Like so many other court scenes that Bender was found in no guilty scent. Uh, yeah, now and that you mentioned it. <laughs> Hyper Chicken Lawyer has never once brought this up until Corn. this episode. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's like all of a sudden he got competent and mm-hmm. then then it happens. Um but like so when he's all upset about it, he tries to get the professor to make him a free will unit, and the professor gets all worked up and uh, out, outraged about it, saying it's it's not it's not possible, and if it was, it would be inconceivable and some other hyperbolic term or something. Mm-hmm. Like he just so what I had to wonder as the reveal comes later on that the professor actually built a free will unit right or years earlier, decades earlier, is. Was he actually trying to hide it, or did he actually just forget that he did it? We don't know that yet. We don't. That's not a hasn't come up in the episode yet. But I, I mean, but I don't know if it's real or not. Like, in hindsight, do you think he just forgot completely, or that he was trying to be? I think he was hiding it. Okay. But the, we don't know that he created the free will mechanism I yet. I think not it's until also later in the episode. It's probably plausible that he forgot about it. I mean, he totally it could forgot. be. Yeah. It's definitely got some senility that happens here. He forgot there. about what was it the the smelloscope? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> that's why this this enormous smelloscope he had in the top of the <laughs> in his in his uh, anger chamber. Yeah, um, the angry dome. Yeah, that was it. I still need to build one of those uh-huh. here. Um, and I guess this was probably the break into the second act, right? They go to do this delivery mm-hmm. to the robot homeworld, which they never refer to as Shopek 9 or Chopek 9. Like, that's a clearly established place. Yeah. Why don't they just name it that? Because mm. it, it's places they've been before. Even the thing where it's just like, we can't go down there because we'll get killed by the robots. And they, yeah. they go, and he's just like, oh, yeah. And then... Yeah, it's clearly the same place, too, that mm-hmm. they've been yeah, before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that just seemed... They even do the same, like, lift down with the the uh, magnet to drop him down to the surface. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's just like, they've got all these other callbacks to everything else. Why would they just skip that one unless it was some other sort of weird retcon or something? I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm so unhappy they with this episode. They don't even ever <laughs> say Chapek 9 in the no. episode, right? Yeah. No. I'm surprised I remembered that. I didn't even have to look it up. <laughs> it's probably from playing that damn Futurama game. That's, that's why. <laughs> Are you still playing it? No, 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 oh, okay. no. I finally gave up, like, is that probably still, eight months ago. Are they still updating and doing something? I'm sure no they idea. are. I, I haven't played it in years. I don't know. I right. got to a point where it was maxed out, and there was just nothing happening. Well, 
I was really into it when it first came out. I remember being way ahead of both of you. Yes. Tom quit first. Tom quit like immediately. (laughs) (laughs) And then you caught up to me and then you somehow got like way ahead of me. I got to the, I got mom. And then I just, fuck, I I quit. No, my, my current uh, obsessions are wordscapes and Duolingo. I have been playing, um, the stupid Harry Potter, not the Pokemon Go one, but the Hogwarts mystery game for like a year. What's that? And then the other game that I play is Gudetama Tap, and it's like a <laughs> sassy, lazy egg. It's a Japanese game. I've seen the pictures Hello and Kitty. it's disturbing. Yeah, the Hello Kitty people make it uh, San- Sanrio, I yep. believe. Um, but it's it. you literally just cook eggs, different recipes that have eggs, like foreign recipes of all different origins and anything that's made with an egg and it's not that fun but i can't stop playing (laughs) and i'm like level 860 something i'm not kidding you no it's it's like so easy that it's it's a good like brain wiper like a a palate cleanser yep Mm. i i don't maybe i'll have bb do that and it'll cheer her out (laughs) she's got her phone now she keeps asking for games my wife plays well i guess it's not really playing but we'll sit there like for her to unwind we'll on her phone do the color by number things mm. and really? she'll just tap yeah, I have and one do of these apps. intricate like pieces that she just zooms in and taps these colors and does it and it she finds it super do you, does she have an ipad uh she does but she doesn't ever use it like she does it on her, her phone um i have one of the apple pencils and it's like even more fun when you're like tapping with the pencil and you can like dr- you can actually color with your Apple Pencil on your iPad. Uh, well, it lets yeah, you color out like of the lines. Color, but it's an yeah, older I mean, iPad, so I don't think you can use mm, the pencil on it. Maybe. You could lick it, but then you'd get coronavirus. The do we want to, do we want to start a betting pool? I have to go to the West Coast next week. Mm. I mean, this this might Just, be our last episode. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you this. Yeah. Stay three feet from people. Yeah. Wash your hands. Wash your hands and stop touching your face. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I mean, touching your face is fine. Don't put your hands in your mouth or your eyes. Don't touch anything. Don't put your hands in your eyes. Yes. You can get it through your eyes. Did you hear that now? Is that, no. Is that like like when you drive by Lido Lounge? <laughs> <laughs> they No, they think that uh, masks aren't as effective as they thought they would be because it's possible that you could contract it through... Like cellular membranes in your eyes, oh, God. but I would say I'm not. I'm not worried about it. I've been reading up on the coronavirus, and I've been listening to podcasts like with scientific sources. Oh, I, and yeah. I, mm, I mean, uh, yes, it's a problem, but it's not. I'm going to a hot zone and have to go through several airports. That's yeah. the part that bothers me. Like if I was hanging out here. And actually, by the time people uh, hear this episode, I bet it's just going to be, be like <laughs> they won't hear this. Half the population is going to be dead. Twenty-eight yeah, days by later, by the time we, we put it up, they'll all be gone. Um, I would say, well, it's I, the last surviving thing. My, of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> this my, episode, my job has um, put a ban on uh, all travel. Really, like work, business travel. There's especially um, international. They're like, no more international travel. Oh, yeah. Everything's canceled. Don't do even domestic stuff, even personal domestic travel, if unless you like really have to. We would recommend not doing it. They're not saying don't, but yeah. just like for the safety of everyone. This fucks up my trip to Montreal. I'm gonna be real pissed. That's mm-hmm. that's gonna be I a don't fun. Think one. It's, is it? It's not. That's not like a. 
It's full of French it, people. But, yeah, but it's not like a known. I mean, West Coast right now is it San Francisco and Seattle both have cases. And LA. But they're all they're all people who were nursing known. Uh, they're saying it's community spread though. Only two was it. It was last time I checked. It was only two people, and then I think it went up from two to six that had community exposure. My favorite part and about us still doing six, this show: six people out of billions of uni- of people in the United States are not. Because we always it. keep it light and frothy. <laughs> light and frothy. Also, people are getting, it, but not like it's. I mean, it's the the percent yeah. of uh, like you the mortality. Uh, like rate of it is not very. It's like high. the flu. Yeah, no, you, no, you're the, not the, the sick. Mortal- you're not elderly. You're not a child. <laughs> you're you don't have any underlying health issues. I mean, well, as we far as know we know, <laughs> right? I just, I just, uh, the mortality rate in the U.S. has exceeded the flu, but it's still, you know, 2%. that's that's percentages, yeah, based on whatever, because it's still. I mean, the mm-hmm. cases are still whatever. And Ugh. there are people who have it but don't have symptoms. But they're able to spread it, and that's the scary thing. The that is the one scary thing. There are people who are carrying it who have been infected that do not have symptoms because they're healthy adults. That's, you know what, that you know is what would kill one. coronavirus, I bet? Nerve gas. Um, actually, they've <laughs> not nerve gas, but they have found, um, God, what was it? It was that pill that they gave women in the 1950s. That was like Tetracycline like, or uh, thalidomide. I don't know if it was thalidomide, but it was something like that where they were giving women some sort of like, I don't know if it was birth control. I just listened to this podcast this flip, earlier. Flipper I'm, baby? I'm or three, yeah, I'm three margaritas in, so I don't remember the name of the medicine. If it's flipper babies, it's thalidomide, which was an anti-nausea medicine. Yeah, oh, yeah, that is what it was. It was an anti-nausea med, but I don't remember them, what podcast? the name of it. Uh, Science Versus mm. just came out today, which date of... Uh, record is Wednesday, March 4th. So if you want to go look up that episode, it's the coronavirus update of Science Versus on Gimlet. Hey, hey! Uh, <laughs> this podcast will kill you did uh, coronavirus, like back in January, they yeah. did an episode of it. They said that to wash your fucking hands. Mm-hmm. I do all the time. Brush my teeth all the time, You always too. should, yeah. It Coronavirus loves toothbrushes. Does it? Yeah, that's why I'm two glad things. I have a quip. They thrive on I it. I also have a quip. Yeah. I, have the all, I do too. All black goth quip. Me too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. So let's let's just keep let's quip. keep let's keep zigging where we're gonna zag. How Brush do you feel teeth. about the electronic nature of it? Because I feel like I could have just gotten the plastic one and I would have been fine with it. Uh, I have been using the Oral B spin brush for years. Yeah. And I feel like yeah, this is good, but I don't. It doesn't like really brush me it doesn't get that really hard brush like i liked do you like the, i mean like the cheap ass oral b spin brush two minutes seems like a long oh yeah no, i, I never hit no two it's minutes. not it's not long enough for me when really? i first started doing the two minutes i was like really that was two minutes that's this is like half as long as i normally brush my teeth i'd hate to have been uh, somebody you dated jesus <laughs> what <laughs> Anyway, uh, the the free re- the the scheduled refills, perfect. Um, <laughs> the, so Bender goes back. He he makes his delivery and decides to stay on the robot home. Sign up, chop it. <laughs> put in Slurmcast to get twenty percent off your next <laughs> order. Put in, in Slurmcast to get zero percent off and no Wizard World press passes. Yeah, that guy just stopped emailing us, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
So the the thing that the robots like it's about like next year, I'll do it again, and yeah. we'll see what happens. Is uh, by next year we'll be out of episodes. We'll be done. That would that would be the gag. Like well, make sure I, we have them come out every week until we get to the last one. At this be like, rate, hey. at this rate, we got like another forty something weeks to get. Perhaps. <laughs> um, but the robots like that everything is boring and predictable because everybody's operating according to their source code. Um, so Bender stays on the planet and goes on his long dark journey of the soul. The the one um, what did he, he like my sweet my sweet meat bags my sweet bags my like sweet bags, my yeah. sweet I bags. loved that. <laughs> that's that's something that needs to get into the vernacular. But as he's wandering through the city, the cop and the robber on the track just going around in a circle at the bank that yeah. was pretty cool. Like and like, minus and one pl- and plus one to the yeah. Yeah. first or whatever. <laughs> I was so I was. Uh, I think I was in Southern Illinois on a job and I was driving into this tiny little downtown. And when I say tiny little, I mean it like was literally like three blocks long, this entire downtown (laughs) and everything was the first something bank, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but there was like six first something. There's, there's a national and a first County and a first, whatever. I'm just like, why? I mean, there's got to be, why do they have to be the first one? They could be the second or the third as long as they keep your money safe. Does it fucking matter? And it mm. sounds like a shitty, hacky 80s joke, but I'm serious. Like when you see it in your face like that, you're just like, this is this is just dumb. But then I considered where I was, and maybe it all made sense at that point. Um, what a, uh, So the guy that was raised, he was the farmer robot. Mm-hmm. Number one, what was he farming? Robots don't eat vegetables or I plants. Know, but he had a sick kid. Well, you know, philosophizing for those <laughs> that don't have to work for a living. Um, so I, if I followed that correctly, he offered to talk to Bender about his existential crisis, but only if he wanted to work with him. And he's like, nah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Um, I, so then when he went to talk to the robot elders, I feel like they've been on it before, but I could not for the life of me remember where. The last time they were on Topic nine. Yeah. Really? When Fry impersonated a robot to go find yeah, him? Yeah, because mm-hmm. they he, Bender was put in front of them, and then that's when he, like, sold them out. Gotcha. Okay. Like, it, it all seemed familiar. I just couldn't remember, and it was kind of dumb. Mm. So that, that, that whole silence thing was... That silence! Was like the, yeah, yeah, that got <laughs> old got real fast. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, whatever. Um, so they cast him out, and he just goes wandering the wasteland, and, and it just... I mean, this is really like there, the part where you're just like there is like one tiny like this is the start of Act Two, by the way. This, yep. So yeah. all that shit happened in like the first twelve minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. There's like one tiny little deep nugget in that like the robot console thing where it's like just because we're pre-programmed to do it doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's insignificant or stuff. But that was like like the one little tiny nugget that like got me to pay attention, and then I quickly faded off again. Mm-hmm. So it's like if that's the way it's supposed to be, it's still okay. That's the yeah. way it's supposed. Yeah, to Yeah, that's be. what I mean. That's like one of the things that it's like oh, and then you like you start thinking about that. That's real Presbyterian of you, Tom. <laughs> Just or get really stoned and watching the episode. <laughs> um, I, but I guess I'm surprised uh, actually at this point where he goes through his wanderings and comes across the temple or the the monastery of binary singularity with the monks. I figured they would have shown up at some point before. Like that just seems like something that should have been. Maybe that's it. Maybe this is just like a season one script that never got made and they just trotted it out and had to kind of like shove it in or something but like 
even then, he finds the monks, and is, I, I mean, I expected him to find Preacher Bot or something. The Abbot. Yeah, that, oh. <laughs> Abbot, Abbot. Bad, <laughs> bad dad joke. Yep. Yeah. That they just leaned into. Um, the one thing I liked about it as he joined the monastery, though, is when they were all, like, turning the gears as their daily grind so it was, it was like <laughs> oh, that. It's like that the, M.C. Escher yeah, sure. painting, yeah, and they're yeah, all sure, like yeah. crazy. <laughs> um, but they're the ones who reveal that the slot is empty by the creatrix. By the creatrix. Creatrix, yes. Mom, yes. And she's in the big stained glass mm-hmm. window, and uh, I, I. So this is the part where it almost gets like, you know, super philosophical and religious or whatever. It's just like, yeah, but like if you have free will and you know, you're choosing to be good instead of being evil. But if everything is supposed to be good, then let your, you know, and it's just, it's like, it's not just robots. It's us. The soiling green is us too. <laughs> and it's just like, I, I was just so over it already. Like it, it had been such a roller coaster ride in this episode to get up to this point. It's like, okay, can we just do something funny or fun at least at this point? Cause it's just going, <clears throat> Um, but to see Bender so energized to go and get upgraded now that he at least thinks it's possible that it happened is sort of interesting. Um, I like the shape of the uh, oh, the free will the, unit. The free will yeah. unit. You just like the red cartridge. hot chili peppers because it's shaped like their logo. Oh, I didn't even <laughs> think about that. <laughs> I didn't either. I and I have that on the brain. Um, I'm trying to figure out what this all means. So I was at my girlfriend's place this weekend and she has her, her garage, she rents and the, the garage has like code keypads to open and close the doors, but they've been broken forever. So mm-hmm. like was helping her reprogram them. Cause I was like, can you just close the doors please? So I'm like, well, whatever. Turns out the instructions were right on the keypad <laughs> and just nobody ever took time to look at it. So 30 seconds later, all good. But as we're looking at all the shit in the garage that either belongs to her upstairs neighbor or the landlord, there appears to be a six to eight foot wooden Red Hot Chili Peppers logo slash stage. It's that same shape. It's about three inches tall. And it, I'm just like, what the hmm. fuck is this? It's in two pieces so you could assemble it or transport it. No idea what the fuck it was. And honestly, I don't want to know. Like that, hmm. was it some kind of backdrop for Red Hot Chili Peppers tribute band? Was it some sort of stage for Red Hot Chili Peppers? Is it mm. some sort of weird asterisk thing mm. to go somewhere? I don't know. It was mm-hmm. very disturbing. I don't know. Weird. I feel like if I kept pulling it out, I'd find dead mice under it or something. <laughs> Probably. <clears throat> or dead flea. Ah! <laughs> um, so then uh, one of the more troubling aspects of this episode, Bender crashes back into the robot on his apartment and finally are in bed naked. Crashed out. She's got she's got JBF hair, which, and it's just like with no. I guess they got together at the end of the last episode when she was embarrassing herself with the chicken dance. Mm-hmm. But like, they've never. I, I guess it's the Comedy Central seasons. They're a little randy or whatever. Mm. But the fact they that make it the oh back. Um, yeah, we we've skipped over a bit, the, but the one joke of back when. Uh, He's like, I got my tuition back, nine thousand dollars, like the thousand dollars it cost me 
because I wrecked the dean's wife. Oh, yeah. I, it was. I got my tuition yeah. back except for the nine thousand yes. dollars. I I used dam- wasn't damaging the dean's wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever so what, that was. What was the context of that? Because he was still on it's the never... he was still at the monastery, right? Or no, that was at the beginning. This of was the this was back yeah. at the beginning of the episode. I'm just talking about like. The types of jokes that they yeah. put into oh, these yeah, yeah, Comedy yeah. Central ones, that was mm-hmm. a very, like, racy joke. Yes. I guess. But isn't that a callback to Animal House even? Because isn't there the thing where, like, the thing is an otter that gets together with the older lady and she's, like, the dean's wife or something? Yeah, it might be. But that the way he said it sounded yes. oh, there very... Was a- it was... There was the one visual joke that I liked too, where he's crossing Bender's name off the the faceplate, and then yeah. where it says solicitors will be beaten and robbed, and then he crosses off robbed. <laughs> <laughs> well, when when he shows up and they're in bed, like Fry's just like he's so upset that Bender's gone, and he's all sad that he's there, and that's all he's preoccupied with. Mm-hmm. Despite Leela being naked next to him in the bed that when Brenda crashes into the room, the first thing he says though is like, Hey, could you come back in a little bit? <laughs> he like, says, Yay, yeah, Bender's back. back. Hey Bender, like, you mind coming back later? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It's just it, this whole end sequence just seems real accelerated and blah 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 blah. Well we did skip over the part where he finds out that um you know mom is the creatrix. But I thought he knew that. I thought all the robots knew that. Well, yeah, but he doesn't realize that. Well, that was it the Abbot. Abbot. Abbot says that they don't know whether or not a free will switch, free will unit was ever created because only the cre- the create was it creatrix. Creatrix. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bender asks. It's, it's like that's do you think this exists now, read. and he's like. Most likely, but we like, we don't care because we yeah. have a religion, and then that's when he starts tearing everything off and yeah, running that's, away. Bender's got to go break into moms to get that free will unit because it must exist if there's a slot for it. Yeah, I mean... Oh, oh, uh, also, back to him being uh, in the monastery. Yeah. Uh, the fact that they like put on that halo that looks like the, the monk's, monk's hair. hair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The fact that when he's putting it on, it has the indentation in it already for his eyes when he puts it on. I was like, I've, I've pointed that mm-hmm. out or like, remember that when I first watched it. I was very impressed by that animation. Just that it fit? Like, it fi- like they made it look like it would fit putting it on rather than it just being like a round halo and then it's just going on his head and just fitting well, behind his I mean, his the eyes. robots are all theoretically made, you know, there's certain models of robots, so if you're going to have robot monks, they'd have the robot monk. I'm just talking about the Korean the animators animating. Mm-hmm. Hasn't, yeah. At this point, hasn't it been taken over by Korean artificial intelligence animators? <laughs> I'm probably, I don't know. Is that how they make cartoons now? That's meta. Yeah. No. AI makes... No. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. No. For sure. No, I've seen all those weird AI art things on the internet. They can't even draw a fucking dog. <laughs> That's just what they want you to think. The singularity is really close to it. I mean, it is done on computers, but it's No, people. they don't have free will. I mean, you know what? I'm praying for it now if it can end the fucking nightmare that we're in. You know who doesn't get coronavirus? Artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. Then get other viruses. Like uh, the Trojan viruses? Yeah. Or, I don't know. You could cyborg yourself like Hermes. You could, but that ended badly. Yes. 
What if you cyborged yourself like Cyborg in Justice League? That also ended badly mm. and started badly and was badly throughout. <laughs> now, they re- now they're rebooting it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I didn't, I mean, I don't know if I need any more Batmans or Spider-Mans. I'm happy with the current Spider-Man and yeah. they could have stopped at Christian Bale, but then they afflected it up and now they're twilighting it. It's just, I, I actually, I watched the Justice League movie for like the first time a few weeks ago. Me and Libby were watching it, and like, we try to give the DC movies a shot, but God, they're all they're all so they're all bad. Awful. Have you used your crazy movie pass to go see Birds of Prey yet, or anything? I'm not planning on it. No, no. I heard it, it got good reviews, but nobody went to see it because girls. <laughs> no, I think it just got a bad rap because it's a DC movie, and Suicide Squad sucked. Yeah. So nobody wants to go see a sequel to Suicide Squad. I don't know. I, I, I guess I could. I am going to see Onward tomorrow. What's that? Uh, it's the, the Pixar, new Pixar, Pixar movie yeah. okay. with uh, Chris Pratt and Tom Holland, hmm. our brothers. That are, Spider-Man. It's like, a, it's, it's like D&D <laughs> kind of stuff. The Uh-oh. only the, Magic. In order to be a uh, star, a, like a giant celebrity now, you have to be in a Marvel movie. Yes. Yeah, that's... that's I mean... Idea I've been in four of them, so. <laughs> you were Howard the Duck. <laughs> um, I did the CGI in the capture for Howard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> it's you and James Gunn's brother. And I got confused, and I came in dressed like Donald Duck. Did you, <laughs> did you wear pants or did you duck it? <laughs> oh, talk about a gritty reboot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, actually, have you ever seen a duck penis? Are yeah, they corkscrews. Yeah. It's, but and corkscrew doesn't do it justice. Like they are I've never deeply. Seen one, but I I'd I heard that to. they were corkscrews and then went to look it up on the internet. Of course you did. <laughs> and was deeply terrified. It was it was a sometimes several inches long, and it's just like a it's got a bone in it, and it's curly, yeah. and it's weird. Uh, you know, and then the other day I was eating duck tongues at this restaurant, and uh, it was fine. Wouldn't do it again, but that had a bone <laughs> in it too. Ooh. I mean, it was a it was a real so and so. Ducks are fucked the fuck up. <laughs> I can understand one, but but again, so tying back to the Donald Duck costume idea, naked sailor suit, weird fake corkscrew penis on top of your genitalia. So you're not naked. You're doing a red hot chili pepper sock situation. Yeah, just but no. with like like a two foot curly cue. Which you could repurpose and put on your butt to be Porky Pig's tail. So it's two years worth of costumes. You know right what? There. I think just to bring it a little bit more close to Donald Duck, you just walk around with like your lips Perch, uh, puckered like a like duck, like duck lips. Yeah, like what are you? And so wait, so you're naked except for a sailor suit top and hat. Yes, no undies, no pants, no pants. Could you wear like a uh, corkscrew sock, <laughs> stuff, <laughs> stuff sock over your wing, and just and a duck face and a duck face. Whoever does this is going to win every fucking costume competition next Halloween. Like, I mean, then you could take it up another level and where they do, like, the shows where they have bands cover other bands' songs. Like, 
have a band that's all pantsless characters doing Red Hot Chili Peppers songs or something. I, oh, man, this is good. My, my neurons are firing now. <laughs> Ultimately, this all comes back to the fact that Bender wants to break into Mom Corp, steal the free will unit, and whatever. So he needs Fry and Leela to make decisions, you know, chaos decisions, basically, that aren't affected by programming so that they can do this. But um, I just, that I, is Act 2. Okay, are you sure? That's yes. not Act 3? No, now we're on to Act 3. No, I think Act 1 is, like, super, there's so much going on, and then Act 1, or Act 2, just, like, kind of, like... Yeah, it was, that, the, Act 2 is where condensed. I zone out. Oh, and it right. just... I mean, I feel like they've broken into Mom Corp before, and he's certainly yeah, broken out of it. several times. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, don't they break in and out when he has his son? Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's just... It's, and in the movies... Yeah, yeah. It's just, and then they're like surprised that mom sees them, and it's just, this is she's got her swivel chair. Yeah, her terrifying swivel chair, uh, which was also invented by the professor, like the free will unit, which is the big freaking reveal mm-hmm. that he actually did it, and then she wanted to to give the robots the free will so that they would start a war against humans and then create other robots that didn't have it so that they could fight the robots with the free will thing. She, that's smart. She's thinking of the the. Here, was another part of this episode that made me think a lot was the, like, video screen, like, the hologram of the professor running into how, how, like, what, how, what kind of technology would you need to do that? I mean, I can see, like, a hologram because it has, She has a a camera outside her door that picks him up when he gets into a certain range. Oh, okay. And then he leaves. So it's just, it's, it's a net, it's a ring doorbell. All right. But it's a hologram instead of your phone. Okay. Which I want to get one of those now. I put one in my mom's house the other day. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, it's really like... Too. Yeah, it's... I, I did the camera on my garage. That way, when Amazon delivers stuff, they put it in my garage, and I can see them drop it off. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. The thing that was... Uh, here, maybe we can get some money from them. Most impressive about <laughs> the Ring package, literally every single thing you needed to install it in any possible situation... All included in the box. Yeah. Dif- different mounts, tools, lots of screws. There's a whole site where you can watch people. I well, we've already are. lost any possible <laughs> sponsorship by talking about duck penises so much. Are you sure? What about <laughs> duckpenis.com? What are they going to sponsor? We already talked about Quip. We talked make, about Ring. <laughs> they make jerky out of duck penises. <laughs> uh, it's like those, you know those unicorn horn suckers? <laughs> <laughs> Just go to quip.com slash duck penis. Is it like is it like pasta? Promo but meat? code duck penis. <laughs> it's it's like a Jamelli. If you twist a couple of them together, I go, oh, oh I'm, I, that's what I'm gonna have to look up on the internet now is if there's ever been two ducks that have gotten entangled. <laughs> <laughs> and more than anything, I feel bad for the lady ducks. There's nothing mm. about that that looks no, their vagina is also corkscrewed. I don't care. <laughs> it's like screwing on a cat. <laughs> Lefty Lucy. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, isn't uh, isn't there a duck cartoon named Lucy or something? I don't know. Let's Daisy? not talk about ducks Daisy. anymore. It's Daisy. Daisy is oh, Daffy Duck. Or Daffy. Donald? No. Donald. 
Oh, Daffy. Dear. Daffy's a Daffy. whole other. Daffy. He doesn't even have any clothes, right? He's just got a bow tie. <laughs> Again, bold choice. <laughs> just imagine walking into the Halloween party with or without corkscrew sock on your wang <laughs> and a bow tie. What are you? Daffy Duck. Winner. Uh, I, I'm into the, okay. the you know, uh, low effort conceptual stuff. <laughs> so they, they, anyway, they find mom. She tells him the free will unit was invented by the professor, but then he, he told her that it didn't work or it wasn't finished. And then he went away with it and it was gone. Um, so Bender decides to try and hold up the professor for it. And then lo and behold, the professor remembers or comes clean about the fact that he did invent it and still has it. Um, so yeah, it's there. I did like, I mean, the red hot chili pepper glowy bluey thing was kind of like an infinity stone deal. I liked you know? when they're at uh mom core and he's trying to put in like different shapes into his board. And he's like, <laughs> I should have paid better attention, attention in kindergarten. Yeah. 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 But I guess, you know, the interesting thing is there's been sort of this recurring theme and we haven't said it, but when we're talking about corkscrew shaped things and whatever, it's like, there's a lid for every pot. And that's literally what he's trying to do is put that that free will unit lid into his free will unit yeah. whole pot where it just slides in like a perfectly matched puzzle piece. Play-Doh, that's what it reminds me of. Like the Play-Doh Fun factory? Machines. Like, yeah. I think, no, we gave it away, but I had one of those for several years. It's uh, it's intense. <laughs> you got young nieces and nephews. I mean, spend yeah, the time no, no, with no, them I, on that while you can. I, I played with the, Play-Doh. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it was like a candy making game what? and it was in the form of like a mad science lab where like you mix oh. together the packets and then it turned into like sour goo <gasps> yeah oh. i, I wish that, i could remember what it was, was called that creepy crawlers <sighs> something like were, that but it they were just more similar. like the sticky rubbery things so you could throw oh, them at the right. wall and they'd crawl down but you got it you got a seven-year-old and a three-year-old what's your slime situation at home <laughs> Um, not no. not coming out of the kids, but yeah. like, can we make slime? We haven't gotten into that yet. Fuck, it's it's they, nightmarish. They, they like to draw. They're not really playing with like Play-Doh or anything. It might it might come up when they get a, like a couple years older. It just becomes a thing they learn about, and then they just, just want to like take gelatinous stuff and like <laughs> mix it with their hands. I wanted to do that when I was younger, but I called it ectoplasm. Well, because mm-hmm. you are goes. We're watching the real <laughs> Ghostbusters, the ones with the gorilla. <laughs> Remember Floam? Yeah, you know, they yeah, still have that. Mind. They still have that. I mean, it's just like I like the science aspect of it. But I bought so many like slime making kits for my daughter for Christmas <laughs> or whatever, and it's just like I'm. This is disgusting. Like this is called carpet ruiner. Is what this <laughs> is. Like this is furniture stainer. And they're just like, no, look, I made slime, and so it's like good for six hours, and then it separates back into its poison components because it's like shaving cream and uh, contact solution. And food coloring, and then they throw in other shit to give it different textures. And then she'll watch videos of people making it online, and they're like scraping out makeup cases and stuff, and using the pigment. It's just, oh lord! <sighs> All of this is more fun to talk about than the episode. Right? It was it was <laughs> called the Doctor Dreadful Food Lab, <laughs> and there is a, a Doctor Dreadful yes, Zombie Lab about. as well, where you make like the zombie's brain. It's basically yeah. just like Sour Patch Kids Jello. Ooh. Um, they're calling it the boys' version of an easy bake oven. Yeah, so it was. It was fuck a combination. you, gender norms. Yeah. <laughs> it was a combination of uh, 
the creepy crawlies and yeah. an easy bake oven. Yeah. So you'd make the weird things where you could eat an easy bake oven. Like if you could make your own brownies and shit with like a light bulb. My grandma <laughs> bought me an easy bake oven when I was younger. And <laughs> ah, it's all coming back. Monster skin. Ooh, is that like uh, chicken cracklins or something? It's candy. Promo code Slurmcast. Get extra. <laughs> DrDreadful.com <laughs> forward slash Slurmcast. Dr. Dreadful is just a low-rent like, Matt brain. Frewer on Loved Dr. It. Doctor, but that looks awesome. <laughs> Loved it. Um, what it was, so anyway, Bender's holding up the professor with the ray gun. He's going to rob him and kill him for it if he doesn't give it to him. But then, it, lo and behold, he gives it to him, and then he thinks it's hilarious because Bender can't actually insert it into his own head because he's been programmed not to do it. And it turns out the professor wrote all of the robot source code for pick every it up. robot. He can't even pick it up. Can't pick it up. He can't. He can't even shoot the professor. Like there was a turn that we saw coming because he's just like, "Oh, you can't kill me because I made you." <laughs> Watch Westworld, motherfucker. That shit takes a turn there. <laughs> That's so. It just gets all weird, and then he ends up sticking it in Bender just to kind of troll him. And he's like, "Well, is it on or off?" He's like, well, there's no way to know. Well, yeah. Due to the quantum <laughs> nature of the device. Yeah. You turn it one way, and if it doesn't work, you turn it the other. Like, which Bender figures out shortly after which, not being able to kill him again. Okay, so Professor puts it in, in him. Bender can't shoot the Professor. And then he goes... This and, sounds a lot dirtier when you leave out some of those adjectives, Tom. When he can't... He, then Bender goes and flips it. So therefore, he can touch it. Yeah. Which means the free will unit was on because he couldn't touch it before when the free will unit well, wasn't in him. It wasn't in him, but he could touch himself. But he's still touching the unit. Hmm. But is good the, point? But, I didn't think of that. But if the unit is installed in him, <laughs> is it still thing a separate that made unit? Me think about this. Still a separate unit, or has it become part of him? Then it doesn't matter. He's if he can't touch the free will unit, he couldn't he, pick it up when it was a separate it. thing. But he can open the panel on his head. He can close the panel on his head. Right, but he actually touched the unit. But the unit is no longer a piece of his... It's no longer a separate thing. Once and the, all the rules could change <laughs> once it's plugged in. It's all made up anyway. It's like the whole Bible and everything. It's just yeah. it's some guy trolling you at late night TV. Context is very important. Also, conversation. <laughs> here's my other problem with this episode. The professor, when Benner gets really upset about not being able to shoot him and not getting the free... and. The professor laughs, and oh, in the same beat, feels bad for him. And that yeah. really, like, no, that that whole thing bothered me because I just, I didn't get it because he was just, like, laughing and then all of a sudden felt bad for him. There you've wasn't, never, like, even in, like, never a, felt You've never laughed when your friend has fallen down and hurt themselves in a very funny way and spent a good five to ten seconds just, you know, guffawing and then for, going, and then going, Oh shit! You're really hurt. I did it all the time with my kid when she was growing up. I mean, not for the amount that he was teasing Bender about what he couldn't couldn't do. How for uh, how upset again, he was. The professor is like senile and demented. That's that's what I chalked it up to. But I just think it was like the whole end of this episode. Just yeah, this whole just, episode. This, bothered his empathy. Me. Got, yeah, it's it, this is. Uh, please tell me that we they get better a little bit. Or is this is this like a, a nader in the series, or is it going to get even worse before we get to the end? No, there's a good one coming up. Okay, it's a pretty popular one that I didn't think would be a really popular one. Interesting. 
it's a almost like a treehouse of horrors type thing, but an yeah. anthology, anthology type gotcha. thing. Yeah, we've seen those before. Yeah, so, like uh, mm-hmm. the uh, the what ifs. Yeah, and then there's a couple that have some some stuff, and there's another. There's a couple anthology ones that come up, and then always the the absolute last episode of the series is really uh, good. Okay. Yeah. All right. I so. Blah 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 blah. What happens is he he flips it on. He gets free will. He tries to kill the professor. He gets arrested and charged. Well, he with, tries to shoot him, but he can't. Even when he flips the free will unit it's on, the safety's on. on. The safety's on. Which yeah. I knew was coming from the first time he tried to shoot him, but goes to robot court again, and now he's convicted of. Uh, attempted murder, and he's oh so happy, and everyone celebrates, and that's the end. And was it the same judge as the one before? It's judge seven two four. Yeah, but you know that's that's uh, it. It goes back to, um, I'm gonna get real deep here. Douglas at <clears throat> Douglas Adams and Hitchhiker. Excuse Gross. me. Yeah, coronavirus. It's coronavirus. We're <laughs> save <Right>. us. <laughs> Just quite glad I used in my direction. I covered um, <laughs> Douglas Adams and Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. In some aspects of the series, one of the one of the original four books. There's some interstellar war that's going on, but there's no shooting actually going on. It's just the two computers between the two main flagships. They're just doing like an AI simulation, like a chess game, where they're just like, yeah, we can sit there and blow all this shit up, but we're just doing like fake moves to figure out who can win, and then they'll be the winner, and that's it. And this is this is kind of like that thing with the um, with the robots. Like, well, if they did that, like, do they even need to do the ceremony of going to court, where it's just like Judge Seven Two Four is just going to run through his source code and go, no, you're guilty, you're not guilty, whatever. Like, it's all pomp and circumstance and silly. Like, I feel like even that is all retconned into it. I think they should run normal court systems like that where they just hand the judge just pieces <laughs> of paper and he just goes through and it's like, not guilty, guilty, not guilty. Just throws them in the you air. You don't even have to go anywhere. You just up. wait at home. <laughs> I, I, I have Douglas Adams on the brain because I, I uh, started watching Dirk Gently that finally got onto Hulu. And God damn it, I'm in love with that show. I love it so so very much. It's like Twin Peaks, it but did, with it popped up for me like the day after you texted me that listening. I should watch it. It popped up as like suggested for you because you like all of these shows. Um, I'm still watching my Canadian the detective Mo- Murdoch mysteries. Murdoch mysteries show. I did run out of Hulu episodes and I had to um, illegally download them. The rest. Um, oh, you're gonna get some viruses. Nah, mm. not from Canada. Does anybody <laughs> anybody watch uh, Superstore? No, I have. I've seen a couple episodes. It's really funny. I enjoy it. Like it's one of those NBC comedies that, like, like The Office or Cheers or something, or just like of that ilk. Yeah, it's it's very solid. The cast is yeah. good, and it's always been funny. And you can never go into like a Walmart or even like a Target again without thinking about that show, and it's really good. Yeah, they, that's I, my plug for the week. It was smart for NBC <laughs> to Super pick up Bro- Brooklyn Nine Nine too. I feel like Brooklyn Nine Nine has picked up right oh, where God, it left yeah. off, which mm-hmm. is great because that's that's those are on the same night. thing. Yeah, Thursday nights, which is becoming the must see TV on NBC again. Oh mm-hmm. shit! Hmm. And they don't even have to deal with Cosby anymore. So <laughs> no, hopefully, hopefully, no one in Superstore nor, nor or Brooklyn Nine Nine becomes pain, a prolific rapist in our future. Pain any uh, star. A million dollars an episode, probably. Yeah. <laughs> the 
Cleveland girl Vanessa Bayer just finished her her guest yeah. role Brooklyn on Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Did you know that she's from Cleveland? I did. It's Pepper Pike. Her uh, her brother was in a band that we had done a couple shows with. Mm. He writes for a bunch. He's like a music critic and writes for a bunch of stuff That's now cool. in New York. Mm. Tricky. It's very tricky. God damn, I did not like this episode. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's over. Yeah, we, we made it through another one. So uh, what all do you have going on? Thank you for coming back on the show. Yeah. What's, what's your current plug situation? Uh, my current gig, of course, I am on Trend Kill Radio that uh, goes up every Wednesday. I'm kind of on it. Um, I'm alternating like every, basically I'm on there like once a month. Smart. And then I am also, uh, my band, Curse the Gods, is actually booked a show. We're playing Hawaiian Metal Fest uh, at the Foundry. Oh, yeah. I believe it's... That just got announced today, right? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. The Hawaiian Metal Fest? Yeah. Is, <laughs> I got all excited. I'm like, you're going to Hawaii? They can't have it in Hawaii because no. of coronavirus. <laughs> oh. No, it's, it's, it's just as close as you can get from, from uh, Hawaii's... Lakewood. Yeah. <laughs> Let me make sure I actually got the date right. <laughs> I think I think the state. True. It it yes. might be the Nevada Metal uh, Fest. No, right? yes, it is Hawaiian Death oh. Fest 2020 at the Foundry and June 6th. Oh, this will definitely be out before then. Oh yeah. 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 Probably in May. <laughs> if if Tom remembers. Just in time to promote. <laughs> yeah. It'll um, be out. Oh, if yeah. anybody's around to be able to see I know, this we're show, we're all dead. We're, we don't we're not know. all living in Hawaii. You might have to have it in Hawaii because it's the last <laughs> safe place to be. If not, go go to the foundry. It's the last safe or, place to be. <laughs> or everyone quarantined Hawaii. Yeah, I mean, if you were going to try and find somebody, you'd probably want to go to a foundry, right? Mm. Oh. Oh. Ouch! Ouch! Yeah, I've had more than a sip now. Now that now it's <laughs> they'll be they'll be coming. Loose and fast, like a duck penis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening, folks. Please write reviews. Leave them on iTunes or wherever. I mean, we, somebody, please. Somebody, yeah. Just, somebody out there, please let us know you're still listening. Are we just screaming <laughs> just at a cloud? <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing here? Old man yells at clouds. Exactly. <laughs> Um, you can go to slurmcast.com or duckpenis.com. Don't. <laughs> um, we're Slurmcast on Facebook. We're SlurmcastPod on Twitter and Instagram. We're SlurmcastPod at gmail.com uh, to send us emails. You can call us at 216-438-1077. Um, I think I think that's everything. That's everything. I'm, I'm, like I almost have the rust off. Our our last review. I don't know if I've read it on the air from August 29th. Have we uh, Have we addressed this of one 2016? yet? Of 2016. Of 2019. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> only only you know like six months ago. Uh, somebody. It was a little guy. One zero two four says, this is my favorite podcast. Always funny and a great way to enjoy my favorite show, Futurama. I've listened to them all. So thank you, little guy, 1024. Uh, and Pete is now showing me a picture of a duck's penis. <laughs> That's disturbing. It's right? bigger than he is. Yes. Ooh. Very long. Uh, <laughs> I think that was our, that's our most recent review was August. That is him picking a worm up off the ground. No, it's not. <laughs> August 29th was our last review. So please go. We do have some bitch ass one star ratings. I don't know who did that, but our overall rating is a five. 
So please rate us five stars. Leave us a review. Um, hopefully we'll continue to release on a biweekly schedule for you guys so that, you know, when we get questioned by the guy who's in charge of handing out Wizard World press passes next year, we will say, yes, we release regularly. So on that note, also, we are always looking for guests. Yeah. Please also, tell us <laughs> that you want to come on and then come on. <laughs> I'm going to go read this article now when, on Live Science called Ducks Wage Genital Warfare. When in doubt, <laughs> when in doubt this election season, write in Orange Joe. <laughs> Goodbye. Most folks just call me Orange <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye.